is the 2603 Podcast with your hosts, Josh and Dan. Welcome to the Smut Exhibit. So, this is uh, the new thing we're doing right now, the Smut Exhibit. The Smut Exhibit. Yep. Uh, Do you want to explain what exactly we're doing? Yeah, so Josh and I had an idea where we would watch vintage adult films. Uh, And vintage meaning, uh, I guess, something uh, somewhere around what? Uh, Like late 60s, early 80s. Early 80s, yeah. Late 60s, early 80s. There's there's definitely a, a look and feel to the movies, you know, that we're shooting for. So, like, a movie in the 80s is hit or miss. Um, yes. Yeah. Especially in the later 80s. Because it's not... Yeah, because it starts turning into a, 90s porn, which is, like, the worst thing. Yes. 90s yeah, so porn was the worst. Yeah, so we're doing that this era because it's... I think, in my opinion, it's the golden age of porn. I think it's more of an art show back then. I feel it, like it was more taken as artistic views rather than just trying to fuck everything i mean people still went in to like get off but like it was taken seriously yeah there's much more production well i mean current porn still has like movies that they make it's just i don't know what it is about it's like you can tell just by the picture you know like if you if there were no words on I mean if there was no sex, right? And you just put like a little clip of like a current um a modern porn movie mm-hmm. and then and it's just like a like dialogue, right? Just by the picture you can tell that it's a porn. Where like in the golden age vintage porn that we're gonna be watching, you can put two scenes side by side with no sex in it and one's a porn and one's a regular movie and you wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah. Right. No, I, I, I totally agree with that, that statement. Um, because I was thinking about that the entire time while we were watching the movie that we watched for this segment. Um, that, uh, like the acting even, was decent was actually pretty good it, it still drew in my intention yeah my it's a, attention to the the movie yeah it's um, decent um sometimes yeah. it it reaches good like actual good acting yeah. whereas yeah, the modern day porn it, it's it'll never be good maybe it will but like i don't see it i can't picture it in my head yeah but anyways, so, the, the, I mean, the reason why is because porn is such a fun subject. It is. Because, like, when you talk, well, it's, like, taboo. So, like, you can't just have pull up this conversation at work. But when you're talking about it with a bunch of your friends, it's, it's you know, it's fun. It's funny and it's personal, kind of. It sounds kind of gay, but, I mean, it is, but it, it's it's. It's just fun. It's just a fun topic to talk about. Yeah. I mean, 
for those who who are interested in talking about it though i think it is a a i just um, think taboo subjects in general if people are comfortable talking about it it's just fun to just talk about it yeah i think that's just but that's both of our personality types that's true i think that's like our group of friends I think it's a lot of group of friends, but no, no, you're right. It's definitely our group of friends. Uh, so we watched a film and it was filmed in 1984 or released in 1984 mm-hmm. and it's called young girls do. And, uh, I don't know why it was called young girls do <laughs> until I saw the box, the cover art for it oh, and I it's because it. uh, i don't know what it is like i guess they were afraid of like long titles back then or something uh-huh. because the uh so it's like a headline and then the title so like the headline is roses are red violets are blue some girls won't but and then the title oh, young girls it. do Right. But like in this day and age, you can have that whole thing as the title and it would still fly. <laughs> but, but like <laughs> why young girls do like that is such a stupid title. <laughs> it's like, oh, OK, goodness. so this is, is like, hey, I got a poem. Yeah. Well, OK, share it. OK. And then he says the poem He's like, yeah, man. That's a good poem. I want that. I want to incorporate that somehow into this movie I'm making, this smut film making. It's too long. Let's just take the last part. Young girls do. Okay. But it doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. That's just how I feel it. They reach that title. Well, uh, title aside, um, How's the cover art itself? Like, what's what's on there? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Let me pull it up real quick. I I don't think I young. Okay, so let's see. That's always my favorite part of like porn DVDs, or is the cover art? Because some yeah. of them can actually be some gems, but they're always so cheesy. Yeah. Uh. So this one. F- falls under the cheesy side so like i think our favorite ones are the ones that are hand drawn you know yeah but this one is uh but i think it's because it's in this is actually mid 80s 1984 mm-hmm. and it's it's got the main character just like on all fours on the bed she's got clothes on though and like the font is just gaudy it's terrible <laughs> and uh and then there's four circles and inside the four circles are like the four other girls that are in it so it's not great Okay. Like if I was in a vintage porn shop, I would not pick this one up. Well, let's explain why we picked this one to begin with. True. So we uh we're getting these from a porn website and so there's just a bunch of them. We don't really have the titles. So we have to we have to look for the titles. Yeah, do and, research. Uh, yeah, so we just hover over the thumbnails. <laughs> and it's like out of the five little small clips that shows within the you know the playable thumbnail we 
we just decide on which one yeah, we're we gonna make watch. Our decision on that. Yeah. yeah. So we chose this one because it was like it's the first few clips are like normal clips, uh, and then towards the end there was like it went <laughs> somewhere else. Like it, it even like looked like it was guy. like yeah, it was weird. So we're like, yeah, let's do this one. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna read the synopsis for the film. And uh, so, but here's the thing. The only synopsis I could find on this was on IMDb, but it was a user created one and it didn't make sense. So I had to just write one up myself. Okay. All right. So uh, synopsis, Marianne Rogers, a young small town girl flies off to San Francisco for college where she is assigned a project on the subject of sexual experimentation and now partnered with her classmate, Erica. The two young girls then do quote unquote, research on the subject at hand <laughs> uh just that was so it's not anything crazy it's not just it's from not the, like the subject matter but um there's some really interesting things that happened in this one <laughs> <laughs> like extremely interesting like i yeah. did not expect Exist. Yeah. And this would never fly. The things that happen, well, not, well, I think we'll say two specific things. No, one. One specific scene would never fly today. I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, no, I mean, you know what? I mean, yeah, porn is right. really risky nowadays. But, it is, but no one's. But I don't think it, it would be as accepted as it was probably back then. No. Uh, I don't know. I no, think no, actually, no, 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 no. You know what I meant to say about it? I meant to say. No one's creative enough to think about this specific scene yes. anymore. It would 100% be, not only would it be accepted, it would be a brand new kink. Yeah, you know what? That's that's absolutely right. Maybe we should start that, not and you, us together. Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, oh, FYI, Daniel and I have not talked about this movie yet. And we already know which scene we're talking about. That's how much this scene stands out. So, but I want to get there and we'll eventually get there. But let's start off from the beginning, right off the bat. Mm -hmm. um, The first scene I think was insane to begin with. I, dude, I, I absolutely enjoyed the scene. So we're, uh, the set up the scene, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's basically a bunch of girls and they're having a slumber party and they're all wearing lingerie. Um, and then they're making, they're making fun, right. Uh, of another girl, uh, saying that she, uh, she's never kissed anybody. Right. Uh, and so she takes another girl, Mary, her name is Marianne Joe. Is Marianne it? Rogers. Just, just uh, Marianne. Marianne. Um, into a bathroom and they come out dressed as men right Um, so specifically the fawns the fawns yes right and uh good yeah so it's just a bunch of girls having a slumber party all dressed in sexy lingerie only something only that would only happen in porn yeah and then one of the girls comes out dressed as the fawns and she is, you know, she's like fucking around with them, like uh, with the with the one girl. And she's like, oh, look at you. 
uh, a pretty thing or whatever. I don't uh-huh. really remember, but um, and she's like uh, pretending that she's a guy, mm-hmm. and then she starts pretty much molesting the girl, right? And like yeah, starts but... eating her out. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I feel like uh, I feel like uh, they all knew it was a joke, and she just took it a little too far. Right. I don't think it was all molestation. I think she was like, "Oh, because when they were when she was like touching their tits, right?" Uh, I think they were all into it. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, even when she was eating her out, the girl was still into it. She was only ashamed after the fucking bitch girl. <laughs> yeah said something yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why did she have to ruin the fun she was getting jealous man so look so uh so there's two girls on this bed right and uh marianne is eating one girl out as the fawns as the fawns right stone stone all, all clothes and everything right pretending she's character. a guy got it um and the the girl who's getting pleasured is into it she's really into it but then there's the other girl and she's just kind of looking and she at first she's like oh that's something i can get into but then she's getting jealous because nothing's happening to her yeah i didn't really pick that up but um you know well because she does make like facial expressions like oh this is hot and then like after the end she got annoyed i would assume and then that's when she said uh that's disgusting or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the other girls. <laughs> so the other girl <laughs> is now bawling her eyes out. Why did she cry? It's like... Super influenced by At that. At first, I thought she was shit. laughing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why when I watched, I was so confused. I was like, "Oh, she's crying! <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? What is happening right now?" All right, and then uh, yeah, so she's bawling her eyes out, and then and then uh, Marianne's like, "I was just joking around. It was just jokes." You know, yeah. So right off the bat, the movie comes out with straight up fucking sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah. is such a good like on the topic of creativeness, right? It's, yeah. Uh, modern day porn is just like if we're fucking, we're fucking. This is the scene we're having sex, right? This one yeah. like. You know they throw curveballs at you, and I love it. Yeah, no, and it's a it's a an attention grabber, right? Because after the first scene, basically sets the whole tone of the entire movie, right? But I will say, after that scene, aside get, from that scene, the first half of this the movie is so fucking vanilla, vanilla, plain, and fucking boring. Yeah. That's and actually, I was ready to give this like it won't, the whole half, the first half. I was really upset that we picked this one, and I was kind of ready to give this one like a two out of ten because I was just like, this is really dumb and boring and super cliche, you know? Yeah, 
No, that's absolutely correct. Because I had the same feeling. Uh, it was all the way up until... For me, it was up until... Um, the cage scene. Yeah, the cage me. scene. But uh, so... Uh, I guess the, the second scene was... So that happens, right? And so now she's at school. Uh, Mary Ann's at school. And she's with her PE teacher who is clearly a lesbian. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. That's offensive. <laughs> uh, she has a... <laughs> I take that statement back, but she has a deep voice. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I mean, she does have a deep voice, but uh, I, don't, I don't really get the whole lesbian vibe. Like you do. Like I can see if she can be a lesbian, but oh, my detector. I think it's because she's better, older. I guess. Yeah, she is older. She's the PE teacher, and she's. It's just the way it's very game, like series series finale of Game of Thronesy. That in that is just rushed. Like, um, she's like, oh, I'm gonna. Miss. They just throw in that scene right away and she's like oh i'm gonna miss you when you go off to college and then uh -huh. uh, she gets into it i feel like if they took the time to build that scene up a little more where uh they explore um her not being a lesbian but being curious about it and you know build building the relationship between the pe teacher and Marianne a little more I think it would have been a lot better but this one was just rushed they threw that in and the scene happens real quick so yeah well can I let you know how much I do appreciate the shorter sex scenes oh yeah like, I do the sex scenes here are like much. about around like 10 minutes yeah. long right yeah minus like the build-up like, well the first one I don't was the build-ups uh, yeah minus the build-up the first one with her sexually assaulting the other girl as the fawn that was really short that was really short that was like five minutes yeah that wasn't yeah that but was just like an i intro. think yeah you're right uh i think modern day porn needs to take note of that because it's so casual you know and it's quick and it's like i don't know it's really it's it's a good thing to have i think yeah but um so going on to the next scene where uh now she's on on the plane yeah i have something to say about this so at first this is very me too movement here yeah well so the scene is so the scene happens she's on the plane getting ready to go to college which by the way is in san francisco and this is important that it's in san francisco uh because there's like a homosexual theme in this oh okay right? yeah, yeah so now um, yeah but uh, she's on the plane. She's sitting next to this guy, uh, and he's just being super suave and creepy. But this is the seventies, so like, or not seventies, the eighties. So everyone's yeah. super creepy. And he's like, he orders a bottle of champagne and just starts blatantly feeding her. Definitely obvious that he's trying to get her drunk to fuck her. Yeah, like yeah. here, have just another like one. As soon as she finishes her drink, he's like, have another one, have another one, have another one. And uh, it's very predatory. 
Okay, maybe you are some sort of feminist in one way because I did not get that. <laughs> I was watching, <laughs> did not care. Um, I, well, then you better fucking watch the fuck out, Daniel. You're gonna <laughs> find yourself in the same goddamn situation. That is, ex- it was extremely predatory. And then, <clears throat> just because she says, you know, in the end, when they're in the bathroom, when he takes her into the bathroom, she's like all about it. Doesn't make it not predatory at all. I mean, the dude yeah, is no, fucking I mean, getting her wasted. I get it now that you explained it, but when I watched it, it wasn't immediately. That wasn't something that I was. Uh, that was catching my attention. I was just kind of seeing it at face value at that point. Oh, so she was just curious, right? She goes and gets another bottle of champagne with him. Right. He, She drinks the entire bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing about this scene is that this is a scene where back in the 80s, this scene will happen and it's just seen as like a casual hookup scene. But mm-hmm. if you do it, if you do it now, redo it now in modern day, it would be like in a category aside from the casual stuff like um rape porn or something you know yeah or like you know something very predatory like that like stuff you would find on 4chan and not like browsers yeah and uh it's just weird or interesting because you know the shift no yeah no i no i i understand um but I can appreciate uh, appreciate this this particular scene just by its its uh like its scenery or I guess we're uh, what do you call the Mile High Club? No, so they're on a plane, right? It's not. It's obviously they're not actually using a plane. Um, what do you fucking call? Like their props and stuff. It's is it just called the scenery in a movie? I don't know. The backdrop. Whatever. Yeah. So the backdrop. So like she's uh, sitting by the window, right? Mm-hmm. And it looks exactly like how a plane is. Um, and so when they're in the bathroom area, uh, you everybody knows how small fucking plane bathrooms are. There, right. There'd be no way for, for them to film in <laughs> yeah, an actual true. bathroom. True. So obviously they, they made all the, uh, in the backdrop and all the props and everything to make it look exactly like a plane. It looked exactly like a plane. Yeah. So that means they put a lot of money into just making all these things. I wouldn't say money, but definitely effort or effort. Yeah. Uh, into making all these things look real. Right. And then in this scene specifically, I feel like the acting was actually above par in yeah, any type of porn. That's true. But then there's always, there's always the con of um, it was boring. <laughs> but it was. You're I mean, right. It you're was... right. Everything else was great. The, you're right mm-hmm. because the... Um, if they didn't put effort into it, just like uh, in modern age porn, you can tell like this, like, you know how they set up a scene where they're in like a classroom. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's not a classroom. That's a bedroom with a desk in it. <laughs> you know, they don't exactly. try. They 
I, I watched the scene and I even think twice about it. It, uh, you know, I thought they were in a fucking airplane. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you're right. That, that, that's, uh, that's the difference between the vintage stuff where they actually put effort into it and the bullshit modern day stuff. Uh, so she gets to San Francisco and she's in class. This is where the, I think the movie is really boring. Uh, she finds her roommate who's this fucking Chinese girl or Asian girl who can barely speak English but you still knew that she's not just she's gonna get fucked I also forgot that I wrote notes on this so I want to bring that up because oh uh, yeah I was about to and then one of my hands was occupied (laughs) god damn it (laughs) Uh, okay, so hold on. Okay, yeah, so we definitely skipped a lot of things that I wrote down. Let's talk about, uh, before everything even happened, uh, the theme music. (laughs) And we're talking about effort. They go out of their way, like, they hire a group, a band, and then they make a theme song for it. This isn't the first fucking one, and it's not bad. (laughs) They're actually, to be honest with you, out Mm -hmm. of all the older or out of all the porn this one had the better music yeah we'll get into that later yeah i want to get into the music later when we're talking about the cage scene specifically Mm. um yeah but the theme music was definitely something to take note of uh also i wrote down (laughs) uh how i like these things these uh i like the porn because you you can definitely get through it faster because you can almost skim through the sex scenes, you know, cause there's like no dialogue really. It's just fucking. Yeah. So like, uh, if it's an hour movie, it could probably be chopped down into 30 minutes of storyline. But I was like, <laughs> I've made up a scene in my head where it's like, dude, you can watch that movie in 30 minutes. I was like, no, I have to watch all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get every detail. Yeah. Um, but here's a, here's an interesting thing because I think the theme here is the effort that's put into these as opposed to the modern day effort. There are a ton of extras. There, there are a shit ton of extras. Like people are willing to be an extra in porn film because of how not taboo it is. And like, you will not see that in modern porn. Mm-hmm. like people That's, that yeah. are in it to just not get fucked <laughs> so like when they showed the school scene when she's at school i was like this is crazy because it's a full fucking school <laughs> yeah like you can tell that it's a real like it felt like a real <laughs> school with a bunch of kids in it where if you're watching a modern day porn where they're in a classroom there's like six kids in there <laughs> and, yeah and i was like what is this tiny ass class but yeah, there are so many extras. Um, no, yeah, it's 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 really insane how. Like, I wonder where that transition went, where porn uh, stopped being the nineties. So acceptable, really? The 90s? yeah, yeah, definitely the nineties. The nineties is when it started to slow down. They still had, they still put in some effort, especially with costumes and stuff. I guess but you're right. They cut down a lot. lot of censorship. 
censorship happened is in the 90s yeah but like the extras and stuff it uh, i think in the 90s porn started to become a lot more taboo so like there's a transition there right between uh the 90s and or between the 80s and the 2000s so in 90s they kept the production high because that's how the production was in the 70s and 80s yeah they had really good costumes the sets were really nice that's what you were looking for by the way a set set there you go um the sets were really nice they put a lot of effort into that but the extras specifically no one wants to be in it now because it's taboo unless they were actual porn stars uh stuff like that and then so they started slowly cutting out plot lines and stuff like that and then in 2000s is just where it was the dumps. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's yeah. So she, so she gets to school. She sees her Asian roommate who is who speaks barely any English. It's broken as fuck. Uh, and then she meets her prof- professor who assigns her an assignment on you know with a with another class member who is also a female uh her name is erica and of course they're going to get the topic of sexual experimentation yeah but before we get into that the girl erica that actress that plays erica apparently according to some of the stuff i read about this movie which there's not a lot this movie is a biography of on her life. What? <laughs> yeah, and so uh I guess it's a three-part series. Really? Yeah, and it's about Marianne. So Marianne is actually uh, this is so confusing. The actress that plays Erica, her uh classroom partner. Uh-huh. It's about that actual actress but her character she doesn't play herself in the right right oh. it, yeah so okay. marianne is her right yeah and so i guess it's this is part one of the series and it eventually leads up to her becoming transitioning into a full-blown porn star uh so this was like the beginnings of it i guess got it that's dude that's so interesting <laughs> <laughs> don't know why yeah so yeah so she f- meets erica who she's going to be working on this project of sexual experimentation and they go out and do research but before they do that she invites her to go watch her dance at a club uh which is like uh, i guess her second job yeah and yeah, so that scene like wasn't a, too bad. Like she wasn't a bad dancer. It wasn't like cheesy dancing like you would see in most porn- right. pornos. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I wrote I wrote this down. This is actually the part where I think the movie gets interesting because this the dancing scene I think was very well done and it was very art house. Yeah, and that's actually when I started thinking of it. Uh, you know, of these um, of this film more of a an artistic view an art show than it was. Yeah. Uh, this, this was definitely the turning point because like the angles and the lighting, the red lighting and like the cuts to the audience's faces. And then yeah. the maybe quick they cut, switched directors the quick... in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. 
probably the cut the quick cuts back to her dancing and it was like it wasn't like normal exotic dancing it was like avant-garde yeah you know and but uh, it wasn't stupid looking it was like okay it's artistic i guess yeah and the music that she was dancing to uh again going back to the music part is is actually pretty good and then i caught that they uh they took the riff from uh a michael jackson song and i'm trying to figure it out uh which one but it's it's an obvious riff i uh, completely missed that i should have went back and watched it but yeah i missed that one yeah but that song the music there was pretty good uh but so so she's just dancing it's not really too sexual it's just her yeah, dancing she doesn't get naked or anything she's, she's just still... in she's just in skimpy clothing yeah uh, but then she she gets off and you know she's she has all her tips in her in her hand, right? Uh, and she gets uh she talks to Marianne, and then this other guy comes, and he looks like your typical seventies uh, transitioning into eighties type of guy, uh, yeah, porn producer. Yeah, and he tips her like a hundred dollars. And then, Which like, back says, then. <laughs> yeah, it's a shit ton of money. Yeah, I mean, not that much money. Yeah, 80s, but, still, but still, fat tip, bro. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, and then, uh, he says something like, uh, "Contact me, or or I'll be in contact with you, or something." Right? Yeah. Um, and then just walks off. Uh, and then, I feel like we can skip a lot of these other scenes because, well, what happens? Uh, so there's, hold on, let me go back to it. Um, oh, we did skip over this. Oh, scene. that's what happened. So no, we can't skip over this. This is very yeah, important. Remember. So the next scene that happens, um, Marianne, that this was a problem I actually had with the movie was that it jumped around too fast. So the next scene, she, Marianne is, uh, talking to, she's a tennis player. Right. So yeah. uh, she's talking to her, uh, the tennis coach of that college or whatever. And I guess he's teaching her like how to do a proper swing. Well, and no, he's they... actually the captain or the varsity captain of the, he's not a coach. Okay. He's actually oh, okay. A so yeah, he's, he's a student as well. Yeah. And, uh, he's teaching her how to swing and naturally they just start fucking, uh, yeah. <laughs> vanilla fuck. Don't really care about it. Uh, but it ties in later because this, the fucking movie is about to get fucking good after this. <laughs> Everything but the end scene, like the two scenes that happen. Um, yeah, so sh she fucks the tennis captain and they're apparently dating now, right? Yeah, and so... Uh, and then that happens and then there's another oh, scene. Oh, I wrote something down for that scene, actually. Oh. So my favorite line while they're fucking in that scene, I'm glad I watched it because if I skipped the sex scene, I wouldn't have caught this. She's about to suck his dick. And you know what he says? What? He says, just keep your eye on the ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Dude, I was eyes on dying. The ball. <laughs> keep your eyes on the ball. Hey, I, I will say in that scene, her outfit is probably the best. She had the best outfit on. Yeah, was it like a tracksuit or something? <laughs> yeah, it was just her, like, you know, those 
70s track shorts that they would wear and she was wearing uh, a red polo t-shirt tucked into him yeah so once that scene is over it cuts into the next scene with uh erica her friend that she's doing the project with she decides to go ahead and take the porn producer's offer Mm -hmm. of doing a scene with another girl that he had (laughs) And it's more is like a is very BDSM, right? So she's in a cage, and she's uh, Erica's like the dom in this, and she's uh, the other girl's her slave. Yeah. So this scene right here was what got me with bumping it up several points. Yeah, definitely. There's there's really not there's really not so it was very very fucking art house because. They don't have sex. They don't. But it's very sexual. Right? Yeah. Which is you'll never find that in modern day porn. But it's like there's a lot of dancing and touching and like central movements. But the thing about this scene was the fucking song. It's oh, the yeah. it was so it's a cover song of Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire. But it was ver- done in a very uh new wave post-punk art pop yeah genre like talking heads right or yeah. uh like goth like uh what the fuck is that band's name uh joy division oh yeah yeah it was very much like that kind of music and guess what so i look i i fucking soundhound did that song because it was like this song is way too good to be in a porn yeah. and guess what you know who did that song a band called Wall of Voodoo. They also did a very popular song called Mexican Radio. Really? Yeah, they did Mexican Radio. I'm on a Mexican Radio. Wait. And yeah, it's that band. And so like you go to their Spotify page, they have 4 million plays. It's a very popular band. So it's like the theme here, right? Continues. This is some. Uh, can high we clarify which shit. band we're talking about? Because I'm it... on a Mexican radio. Not Audio, the... or oh. I'm sorry, uh, Authority Zero. <laughs> yeah, well, the Authority Zero song, but that's also a cover of that song. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Because I was just yeah. thinking of Authority Zero. Yeah. Got it. Okay. But that song is a cover. So, yeah. But the way they do uh, the way they do the Johnny Cash Ring of Fire song is amazing because it's all fucking, um, it's all tempo. It's setting a scene. It's not like we're just going to fucking throw a song in there. Very much fit the scene. And the whole time I was thinking this, you cut this scene out and you put it on like, like an art product uh, put it out there as like an art project yeah it would definitely get cool. high marks you yeah. know it works it's really good <laughs> i was really surprised by it and film goes complete completely it takes awesome. a turn yeah it takes <laughs> yeah. A, a a turn for the good on uh right at this scene well i mean um, not right at this scene. i mean you know what it escalates from the dance scene that happened yeah. earlier 
And it just oh. continues to escalate and gets better and better. So, uh, so anyways, in more depth in this scene, like it's, it's very BDSM, very like leather and tied up. And then she like puts a chain to her neck and then like uses it as a leash. Um, yeah. And there's smoke. The lighting is red and purple. Yeah. So it's very like sensual, but aggressive at the same time. Yeah, it could have definitely been a Joy Division music video. Yeah, and and the point director guy, he was getting really into it. <laughs> guy, uh, and there was smoke, but so that scene ends, right? <laughs> yeah. So now talk about the scene where she walks in on Richard, the tennis captain. So, uh, so Marianne is going to visit her boyfriend, who is Richard. Um, who's a student actually not a tennis coach, but, um, yeah. And he, uh, he's, <laughs> so the scene is just him. All right. And he's slow dancing with, with another guy. All right. And this, this other guy is wearing like a red, like a red leather jacket, a Michael Jackson outfit, pretty much. Yeah. He kind of looks like, um, if you've ever seen the wedding singer, uh, Adam Sandler's friend who yeah. drives the limo. Yeah, yep. Yeah, he kind of looks like him with the mustache and everything. Anyways, they're slow dancing in this guy's uh, apartment. All right, and she walks in and she's like, what the hell is going on here? All right, and then she starts getting mad at the the other guy Yeah, and says, don't do that to him. Get out of here. What are you doing to him? And then mm-hmm. she gets upset uh with Richard who says that he does love Marianne but he also loves what was the other guy's name I don't remember I forget but uh not important loves that guy too yeah. and that uh that someone can love a girl and a boy at the same time which is such a huge revelation in the 80s right? <laughs> yeah right and so she storms out and goes back to the club and consoles with, was it Erica or the bartender? It was Erica. Okay. Uh, so Erica, about what she just witnessed. Now and this scene killed me. This one was the most homophobic scene <laughs> I have ever witnessed. Yeah, I was the whole time I was watching, I was like, oh, oh, shit, she's going in. Which is crazy, you know? So I wrote down a gist of what she said. Okay. Well, she's pretty much she pretty much explains the situation to Erica, and so she's like, "I didn't write it down, you know, verbatim." verbatim. That's fine. But she says something along the lines of, "These fucking goddamn homosexuals. Uh, yeah. There's something, something fucking faggots. He's gays. A- all gays should be shot. Why don't they just go?" They're just going around over here, just fucking each other in the ass, <laughs> you know. So like going in off, on yeah. Gate, she was, yeah. Oh god, it was it was actually pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like only you can only get away with this shit in the eighties. She was being extremely homophobic. Yeah, and um, yeah, and then the conversation took a weird fucking turn after that. Right, because Erica isn't 
sympathizing at all. No, Instead, she's, she's got gears turning in her head, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, holy shit. You know what? Here's something about gay people. I'm actually super interested over there fucking each other in the ass. I wonder what it would be like to actually be a gay person and get fucked in the ass. And so the next scene, you see her in like this Superman Clark Kent costume, not in that, you know, her hair, she's dressed up like Clark Kent, but she's, she's in the costume trying to be like a, a gay guy. Like, you know, uh, you're pretty much dressed up as a stereotypical gay guy in leather with a fucking hardcore mustache. But it's obvious that she's still a girl. (laughs) She still has boobs. And uh, that's what I meant by a Clark Kent costume. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so obvious that she's still a girl. Yeah, she's roaming the streets of her back. Yeah, she's roaming the streets of San Francisco as a gay guy trying to find another gay guy to fuck. And this. This scene, I think, was this scene is the scene that me and Daniel were talking about previously, right? So she finds a guy on the street to fuck. Yeah, and, and this guy is uh, he's really good actor. He 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 seems like he's gay. He's like yeah, looking he, at his nails, he right? Fucking, he fucking pulled this one off. Yeah, he's looking at his nails like how a gay guy would. I don't know if that's a, a cliche or something offensive to say, but it's very. He has the demeanor, right? Yeah, it's but believable. he also kind of looks like a crackhead. Yeah. But it's very believable that he's gay. Now, this is one of the most insane sex scenes because of the situation. Because imagine you're you're trying to jerk off, right? And you just skip to this scene. <laughs> oh, you're like, that's obviously a girl, but she's dressed up as a dude fucking guy is this gay porn exactly that's what because... i was thinking in my head the entire fucking time i was watching because it. Was... you don't ever see her boobs or her vagina but it's a girl and she's dressed up as a dude and she's sucking this dude off right mm-hmm. and it's like this is the epitome of confused bone but even if you even if you got over the fact that she's dressed up like a dude and it's supposed to be that the dialogue is what gets it yeah <laughs> he kept saying Oh, you're a bad boy. Yeah, you're Suck a bad boy. Suck that dick. <laughs> you bad boy. Suck that dick. And he kept saying, you're a bad boy over and over. So it kind of like ingrains in your head. You're like, I don't fucking know what to do in this scene. I don't. I don't know. Yes. I'm so confused. That was I had, so confusing. I immediately texted you. At that I scene. I was like, as soon as you texted me, I was like, I already know what scene he just watched. <laughs> this is grade A shit. <laughs> this is what porn was meant for. Yeah. This might be single-handedly one of the top 10 greatest porn scenes of all time. Who's the fucking target audience for this? <laughs> you know? It's a... So I, like we were saying earlier in the podcast in the beginning, this has to be a new kink. So if you want to capitalize on that, I swear to God, you're yeah. fucking, you're going to bank. Seriously, like as far as, because uh, it's weird enough. There's so much weird shit on the internet right now. And right. Like it definitely this one is like, like weird enough. Yeah, because there's really no target. I, you can't even say like it's good for, well, maybe bisexual 
yeah but people but like if why don't you just watch regular bisexual but porn, what if you know? there this was already a thing and we just don't know it i highly doubt that i would see it more often i think i feel like there's right actually you know it would be because this is something you know the thing with porn is that I think me and you, or you and I, consider ourselves to be experts in the subject matter of porn. We know all the subgenres. We know all the kinks. We know yeah. all about the um, incest stuff and all the weird yeah, shit we could be, that we, happens in porn. Together, when we're having a conversation, we can be pretty vague on what we're talking about, but both of us would understand. Like, we're talking about a certain... Right, so we don't know their names, but you can describe yeah. his eye color, and I know immediately. <laughs> yeah. So and like, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> but also like the weird shit too. We know we know it all. Like for some people, when you tell them about um the giant girl porn stuff, right? Where yeah, yeah. people get off to girls being absolute giants, and then a tiny little guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say giant, I mean like Godzilla sized. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a kink. Man. People get into that, like people like the guy just crawling into the vagina or something. Like, <sighs> like that for to me, I know about it. It's normal, but you yeah. explain that to some fucking prude, and you're like, "What? That's fucking weird. That's super weird." Why? Well, would I mean, compared that? to everybody else, like everyone compared to us i mean everybody else is somewhat prudish unless you're you know on our level because we uh so first of all we don't shock very easily um and then uh but we both have just very exploratory minds where we can watch something not knowing that it's something that we're interested in but just watch it and then figure it out from there. So I've seen like literally every kink out there and I know which ones are for me. So I don't ever yeah. go back to some of them. Right. But none of it is ever <clears throat> shocking. I mean, you watch the first crash. It's not like it's a prequel or sequel to anything. It's it's separate from the mainstream crash movie. But yeah. The crash movie from like early 90s or whatever, where the guy gets off on car crashes. Right. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen it, but um, like there will be a car crash and then, you know, he'll like lick the tires or something, you know, like none of that is fucking weird. I yeah. mean, it was weird initially, but I've been so exposed to like all this weird shit that it's I'm not surprised anymore. This scene got me. I was like, this is this is new. And I was, that's what's shocking to me the most. Cause I thought I've seen it all, but this was so new to me. Yeah. No, I mean, I've never seen a scene like this in my, in my entire life. Yeah. So, but, and then, uh, would you jerk off to it? I don't know, dude. Like I was, <laughs> I was really conflicted in my head. Like <laughs> you slowly remove the hand from your dick. All right. So I already had, I had taken a, uh, a short break in between the movie, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining like uh, Stan's dad from South Park. He's <laughs> just like exhausted. Because <laughs> he has to, instead of watching one scene in a porn movie, he has to watch the whole thing, you know? <laughs> so you're just like, God, I got to get through this movie. 
<laughs> I mean, I didn't take a short break because of that. Uh, I took a short break because I was hungry. Okay, yeah, I know. And I can't eat and watch a movie or watch porn at the same time <laughs> because Understandable. I don't know. I'd be just, like I was. I had a corn dog, so I'd be like jerking the corn dog <laughs> off. <laughs> and so, if that was um, me, I would open my freezer and say, "Hmm, what should I eat?" Like, and looked at the corn dogs and said, "Nope." You just went right into it. I'm having corn dogs. <laughs> right. And then that scene comes on right after. <laughs> like I just ate a porn I ate a corn dog and immediately I'm watching uh I'm watching this girl dressed up as a dude suck this guy off thinking that he's <laughs> sucking this guy. <laughs> so, anyways, and then he gets she gets fucked in the ass. By this guy, it's another way that they're really good actors, because she uh, at first uh, it looked like she was in pain, and then she got used to it. So either she's new to anal sex and porn, or she's a really good actor. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we've exhausted that scene. I could talk about it forever, honestly. Yeah. Just how okay. new it is. I know. So. I hope we won't. But the no. last scene, the last scene, last scene was boring. Uh, it wasn't too bad. It was funny more than anything else. Uh, yeah, because... it cuts back to Marianne, and she's with her Chinese roommate. And... Oh, I was going like, to text you. It's like, oh, dude, I didn't know your aunt was in this movie. <laughs> You're fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, and pre- I mean, the setup was stupid. This was just like, hey, I'm going to go check out the surfer party or whatever yeah it's bachelor party these dudes and then the fucking chinese the way she she uh how what was that whole thing that led up to her using the barbie dolls to explain to the chinese girl who apparently knows nothing oh what about a bachelor sex. is oh yeah that was yeah. kind of racist why wouldn't she know that she's a fucking at least 18 year old chinese girl yeah also <laughs> well why was she wearing? Why did she have Barbie dolls? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. They Anyhow. fucking they killed that fucking. Uh, it's not even like a stereotype. It's just yeah. a weird thing that they made that character into the Chinese girl. So, anyways, they go to the surfer party, and then as, it turns into like, a orgy. Like most eighties, seventies, sixties porn, the final scene's always an orgy. Uh, they do the orgy, whatever. That, but I mean, after what I'd already seen. <clears throat> None of that was so fucking boring to me. So there's this one guy in there though. So there's a total of I think six guys and two girls, right? Yeah. And there's the guy wearing the Hawaiian uh or the Hawaii uh crop top shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So he's uh he's not getting very much attention. <clears throat> right. And there's uh the scene where she's Blowing one guy, getting fucked, and then like trying to jerk this guy off, and he's—I—I I don't know if he just doesn't care, but he goes back and grabs a drink out of the bar, and he starts drinking it, and he's like looking at the guys for like confirmation that how cool that was, and then <laughs> the next scene, you don't see him ever again. <laughs> I did not pay attention to that. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> 
so to wrap up the movie, I guess uh, Erica and Marianne are back in school and they go and see what grade they got. They got an A at the end. Yeah, and they get uh, yeah, the highest marks. So overall, your thoughts and then a 1 through 10 rating to include decimals. So uh, I was able to watch this movie all the way through, which is rare because I never could do that. I can never do that. Um <laughs> Um, it, it was super interesting towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, I think it was a bit, yeah, it it could have taken out the entire middle part of it Mm -hmm. and then kept it in it. It would have been fine. I thought it was too long otherwise. Yeah. On a scale of one through 10. Um, I'm going to give it a solid six six okay i'm gonna give it a five a five so my thoughts on the movie is they really so here's the thing about this movie i feel like we're missing there i feel like i'm reading too much into it but i feel like there there was 100 percent a theme in this movie with homosexuality And I think we were missing a point it was trying to make or maybe not because it is a biography, I guess. Yeah. But like, I feel like there's something to be said in this movie because the first scene, the first two scenes were homosexual and uh, the first scene about was it's so the it's the second there's two times in this movie where it's a girl dressed up as a dude, but so the first scene mm-hmm. was her dressed up as the Fonz and then pretty much molesting that other girl. Yeah. And then there's another scene that that other scene that happens where it's the girl dressed up as a gay guy fucking a gay guy. And then the Richard being gay or bisexual was part of it. So there's homosexual themed elements to this movie. And I'm pretty sure there's something to be said about that, that I, that I'm not grasping. But once again, it's definitely a step up, several steps up from modern age porn where none of that shit would, you know, happen. But uh, I feel like the first half of the movie was garbage aside from the Fonzie scene. Uh, I really wish it would have started quicker with them receiving the assignment of experience or sexual experimentation. Yeah. And then just going into way more, like four more scenes of weird experimental shit. Yeah, you're right. You know what? And then uh, as far as like, so the quality of girls in there wasn't bad for that time. Like I, I was, I thought, I, I thought they were still below attractive. average. I thought they were still attractive. But then again, I watch a lot of vintage stuff. This is what, your third or fourth? Yeah. I'm Um, a vintage porn connoisseur. (laughs) But not because it's, you know, just because of how interesting it is. Yeah. And, um, but like the quantity of them. So the Asian girl, I I can't stand. So I I didn't care. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't really I didn't like that scene at all. 
Because there's one particular scene where it really bothered me. It's where she was getting fucked on the chair and she had her app. She was spreading her fucking vagina with her hands. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. I can't stand that. Yeah, there and, was, um, which is, I actually am really surprised at how few female actresses were in this. There's four. Yeah. Right? So the, there's Marianne, uh, Erica, the, the Chinese roommate, and Norma Jean, who is the girl that was her slave in that little Johnny yeah. Cash ring of fire scene. And that was it. Otherwise, it's just the other girls getting fucked over and over again. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the I mean, if they did that, this movie would have got a, such such a higher rating for me. But the whole middle to beginning part was really boring to me and vanilla. So initially, I was going to give this movie a two. But like, so it's jumping up three points for the weird gay but not gay sex scene the fonzie scene and the cool art house a point per scene dancing scenes that they added in there those were cool and you're right it did feel like they switched up directors like towards that part because the movie got really good towards the end Mm -hmm. and uh Minus, minus the orgy scene at the end yeah so you know what as a movie itself a five but i'm gonna give it an extra point so i'll keep it a six because of the music as well yeah yeah the music was good so Uh, (laughs) if we averaged it out between ourselves this movie gets a 5.5 right so young girls do that's the first movie we watched not a bad one you know not a bad one at all (laughs) uh actually i'm really happy i saw it solely for that weird and if anybody here is into just watching it i would i would say watch it yeah i would recommend that they watch it um i would recommend that they blast through the first few scenes yeah you can uh i'll even give where you you can start off if you uh 34 and that's where she (laughs) meets uh, so 34 minutes inside into the that's where she meets the uh porn producer the tennis guy oh the tennis guy. and that's only so you can set that that scene up other than that you can go ahead and watch through you can even if you're not even into the sex scenes you just want to know the story but you should probably you can probably skip the sex scenes except for the cage one watch that one and the gay one yeah yeah uh so this was our first episode of the smut exhibit how'd you like it I you know what this was a lot of fun I think uh, dude I enjoyed it so much yeah we this were is... planning on making it only thirty minutes long but yeah impossible being... there's no way <laughs> but then again this was the first episode I'm thinking maybe forty five minutes because we're we were constantly talking about like uh, the difference between modern age porn which I think we're still gonna bring up in other ones but um, maybe not I think so we're much. just we're not gonna like dive as deep as we did in this episode yeah. So maybe 45 minutes to an hour. It doesn't matter anymore. It was going to be a minute. Yeah, episode, but this but will be a this supplement. Was, but yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's easier to. We just have a topic and it's easier to just stay on top of it. It's just, you know, we're trying to get through information as fast as possible. Whereas on the regular podcast, it's uh, we have to draw things out, you know? Yeah. So, but, yeah, I think yeah, we're going to keep this. this this will be a supplement to the actual podcast. We'll also have normal podcasts. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, also, I just want to say that I'm. I think we should. We'll eventually get to a schedule, but as of right now, I'm just gonna fucking drop it when I have the time. You know what? We should have just started with that mentality to begin with. We shouldn't. We should have just been like. Yeah. Well, we'll work our way. We'll work our way into a schedule. But right now, I'm just dropping these episodes whenever they come out. So just keep checking Instagram, which is the only platform we have right now for spreading news. Yeah. I think that the website eventually will get there, but right now we're just going to keep it relaxed. I'm just going to drop it whenever I drop it. This one I'm probably going to drop today. Perfect. All right. Well, I think that concludes episode one. Young Girls Do. Since I met you, baby, my whole life has changed. Since I met you, baby